As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Saints Happy Hour needs your support so we can keep giving you the Saints coverage you love. Become a patron to help us keep giving you the best daily Saints podcast on earth. Supporting Saints Happy Hour gives you the best Saints podcast every day without any stupid ads or promos like this one. And patrons also get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7, early access to podcast episodes, our world-famous booze bundle with four amazing swag items. So do it. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. That's SaintsHappyHour.com. Sure, that was one, and that was bad for the Sean Payton (laughs) sweepstakes, but Tom Brady getting wrecked was delightful. Uh, We break down where Sean Payton will go. Uh, why Pete Carmichael is still here and more. Thomas, hit that intro. Hey, fellas. This is Greg Williams, Dr. Heat. I get my ass ripped for having too many zero blitzes. And some of those I'd love to have back. But you're all shit on the podcast. I can't believe it. It pales what I do on a zero blitz in comparison to some of the bad life choices that Andrew, Ralph, Dave and Kevin make? Are you kidding me? We can't make better choices on what we say and do and how we live our life. And now it's on podcasts. Let's get this shit straightened out and let's do a better job for everybody out there listens to that dumbass shit that you guys are talking about. Enjoy it. Signing off, Greg Williams. everybody welcome to another edition of saints happy hour podcast we are live on twitch if you aren't follow us on twitch and remember to subscribe to saints happy hour wherever you get your podcasts smash that like button on youtube also become an annual patron at patreon.com slash saints happy hour and get two months for free we have a limited edition boys are back cup as a gift for any new annual patron at any level Gregory, Braden, Tom, all signed up this week. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Uh, appreciate you. And, by the way, Thomas was giving me the cattle prod before the show, reminding me to tell everybody, tonight is the final night of the 2022 season MVP contest for people who watch or donate or subscribe during the live stream. Anybody who donates any amount during the show tonight gets entered into a drawing at the end of the season for a Saints Happy Hour t-shirt and a Smoke Monday t-shirt. The person who donates the most each week gets entered into our drawing to win two Saints game tickets for 2023. And the person who donates the most each week gets to have a 30-second video of themselves giving their Saints hot take played the following week. It's the last week to do it, so get involved donate make it happen make your video dreams come true you could become a star thomas do we have any videos uh to play for this week no and unfortunately not all right um so i am drinking 
I'm cleaning out the beer fridge. I'm drinking the last Love Street Blonde. Thanks to Nikolai, I drank all the tears of a falcon. They were delicious. Amazing. Nikolai, just tremendous. So so delicious that you are now ill and, and can barely speak. Yeah, I'm playing hurt. <clears throat> playing hurt. On the IR. You're on the pup. I'm on the pup list, man. The uh, The daily podcast me and Andrew recorded on Sean Payton was brutal. Uh, I was just, I think I coughed up half along. But making it uh, rain. Ke- Kevin, you're still drinking some of Nikolai's beer, right? This is the last one. Uh, I drank all of the Tears of a Falcon uh, bottles that he sent. So he only sent me two of the IPA bottles. The first one I had on the show last week. This is the last bottle uh, entirely. I, th- this will probably be the last beer I have for a good long while, too. Uh, I imagine we will go back to uh, whiskey or something else next week. Yeah. Well, I thought it was really thoughtful of my uh, coworkers. Um we we just hired someone new, and uh, they want to do like a dinner t- introduction thing with this p- new person that we have. And uh, they scheduled the dinner for February first, which will be the first night I am able oh, to. Oh, you and your again, dry so. January. Yeah, good so, man. Uh, that's good. That's some good people. So Is that's, it though? that's nice. You know, because nice. you they know Andrew's going to go on a bender. Right, right. They're just fight February first. I, I feel like this is tactical. Like they're trying to get me to embarrass myself at work. That's right. It's not that hard. It's not trying, hard. trying. So speaking of not embarrassing, but Sean Payton is interviewing with Denver as we speak. Maybe because they're like an hour behind us. It's a power move by him, Kevin, making the Broncos fly to L.A. to interview for the job that they're going to hire him. Uh, Mickey Loomis is willing to work with any team and is willing to create a very flexible payment plan for any team that wants a slightly used Sean Payton. Thomas, play the clip of Loomis telling uh, what he expects for Sean Payton. Look, the reason I'm being a a little bit coy about this is that it's going to be different for every team because they have different picks and they have different things available to them. And um, it's complicated. (laughs) You know, because, look, I have such, you know, great respect for him. He's a close friend of mine. He's a great coach. You know, all those things. I want the best for him. Uh, You know, I do. We do, collectively, as an organization. I mean, he gave everything that he could possibly give to the New Orleans Saints and took us to heights that uh, the organization, the team, never achieved before. I absolutely want the best for him. But I also recognize that there's, he's a valuable asset, you know, his contract, uh, is a valuable asset to our club, and, and it's our duty to maximize that. Between you know the quarterback of a team and the head coach, no one else impacts winning more than those two guys in any building. And so I know what he brings to the table, and I know that's really valuable, and, and it's, it's our obligation to maximize that value if he chooses to coach again within that time frame where we have, have those rights. Brandon Staley is still employed by the Chargers. Yeah, I know. Carolina has entered the chat. Mickey Loomis, um, Mickey Loomis is just so uh, his way with words, man. Yeah. He is a sharp guy. He's so his politeness gives him a, an ability to say not very much, in, not very interesting things, and people are like, "Ah, Mickey Loomis told us all kinds of easy, easy. He's your buddy. He's chummy, and he, and he never really says anything." Um, I don't, I don't know. I, I think I don't care. I disagree. <laughs> Well, I mean, sometimes he says some interesting stuff, sometimes not. He was interesting. He was interesting in his press conference last week. Making it um, rain. Here's the thing, Kevin. Staley's 
some kind of way, he, he, he threw Lombardi under the bus and he's going to get another year for the Chargers because they are a clown <laughs> organization and they're not signing Sean Payton. Thanks to everybody that's donating, by the way. The last chance to get yourself some Saints game Tiger tickets. Tiger Saint in. just came up with 10 gift subs. Nice. Wow. Thank you, Tiger Saint. Wow. Um, Bring in the heat. It's just amazing. So here's my question to you. The Texans are a possibility. Apparently, he killed the interview on the Zoom. He just I guess he just came through the computer and just, like, kissed uh, Cal McNair in the mouth, maybe. But here's my question to you. Oh, man, Cal I mean, McNair. Zoom interviews, I don't know how well those go uh, if, uh, if the uh... – Saints uh, hiring history is any indication. No, they're like, nah, Doug Peterson, you won a Super Bowl. I go to Jacksonville. They probably talked to him for like 30 minutes. Uh, but here's my question to you, Kevin. Yeah. Because you are, you are our mock draft expert extraordinaire. You're running the mocks and this and that. So Florio, Florio, of course, has a direct line to Don Yee, Sean Payton's agent. And he just will just be a stenographer for Don Yee. And his latest post on Pro Football says, Sean Payton to Carolina, he brings the corpse of Tom Brady with him. So my question to you, Kevin, if I told you Carolina, they get Sean Payton, they get Tom Brady, as he makes his tour around the NFC South, but the Saints get your dream package of draft picks. I don't know what it is. It's just a John Gruden, two firsts, two seconds, maybe more. I don't know. It's your dream package of draft picks. Would you be okay with Sean Payton and Tom Brady in Carolina for your dream package of picks? No, 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 no. Hey, no. Hey, 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 You're going to get us banned whoa. from Twitch. Calm Jesus. What, is, what is going on? Sit down. What? What is he? What is happening? Easy. My God, man. Easy. <laughs> Easy. But look, uh, well, then let Make me, uh, allow me to, allow me to uh, use a quote from, from the TV show Archer. Stop. Stop. My penis can only get so erect. Um, listen, you give me Tom Brady looking like they sucked all the fat out of his skin to shove it in his ass now. <laughs> you give me absolutely washed Tom Brady, who can't handle his now ex-wife buying a giant mansion across the bay from him. You give me Tom Brady, who is just going to glare at everybody who isn't where he somehow thinks they need to magically be at any given moment That's or second. Right. You give me that guy? You'd be like, yes. Quarterbacking for the Panthers? With no other... Christian McCaffrey ain't coming through that door, right? That's right. I don't care if Sean Payton is the head coach there. You give me my my bevy of picks. <laughs> Here we go. That... And you said dream scenario. So you give me my bevy of picks with with what I'm going to do with them. I'm going to lay them all out pretty little ducks in a row. And I'm going <laughs> to barter. Think, I have a theory. I am going to barter my way into an entire army that I am going to use to run the NFC South for the next <laughs> I decade. I know. I think I know. A glory. I think As I know what draft strategy is. I think I know what it is. <laughs> hear, hear me out, Ralph. 
He's gonna he's gonna get all those picks. He's gonna trade down enough times. <laughs> he has picks one through thirty-two in the seventh round for eternity. For eternity. <laughs> so basically, the Saints never pick in any round ever again, but they get the entire seventh round forever. Forever. Incorrect. Like Incorrect, Andrew. In fact, I ran a scenario moments ago. Well, m- moments yeah. being like 10, 20 minutes. Where I traded it. Now, I'll have to run this with the Panthers to do it because uh, I did this initially was, with the, with the Cardinals. Draft. Where I got their first round pick, both of their thirds, their fourth round pick, and their second for next year. And in exchange, they got Peyton, our third, and our fourth. I then traded down again and again and again. Let me count up all the trades I made. It's, One, just, two, it's ridiculous. It's three, ridiculous. Four, it really was five, the entire seven. It was. It's, it's just, seven, it's, it's, eight, nine, ten. I think I he had every 10, pick between 40 and 100. Like, it I was made ridiculous. 10 but, trade downs oh my goodness. before the draft even started, and I wound up with, and now I'm going to count up the players I wound up with. I ended up not drafting 1 through 39. There was nothing to do with the Saints. Once 40 occurred, it was on like Donkey Kong. Oh my 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 20. Welcome to Uganda. He traded. 25 draft picks in this year alone. Oh, wait. This year alone. Congratulations, you traded 25, a quarter for 25 pennies. Andrew, here's my question to you, though, because on its face, Sean Payton going to Carolina and getting a version of Brady we saw last night, a dude who he looks like a dude. He's just like, I don't want to get hit at all, right? I mean, the interception he threw in the red zone was just basically him saying, like, I'm not, I don't want anybody touching me. But. A normal person would be like, that's insane. Why would you want Brady in Carolina? But I think Sean Payton's ego, Andrew, is so big. He would be like, Joe Tepper, I will take your $125 million. Give Loomis whatever he wants. Give me, Tom, give me 45-year-old Tom Brady, and I'll win this goddamn division. You watch. Like he would yeah. be, His ego would be big enough to try it. Oh, for sure. Well, I think, first of all, and I heard – Rumors that Leftwich was getting fired today, and now maybe he didn't get fired. Do you, do you know if that's final or what happened there? It's Firing. a rumor, but it's not official. Okay, it. okay. Well, if he ends up getting canned, I, I just find that interesting. I mean, obviously Tampa's offense was really disappointing this year, but that they would put that out there so quickly after the game in such a reactionary way, I thought that was maybe an effort to keep Tom Brady. Maybe things weren't good between the two of them. I don't really know. But Tampa went from first in explosive plays to 32. Oh, that's crazy. Um, in, in just a year, man. How, and, you know, they got, they got Julio. Like, if anything, they got better at receiver, you would think. But um, I think challenge just with all of, like, and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. Seriously. I just think, I just think Sean Payton, 
His ego would be such, Kevin, that he's like, I'm going to run this division. It doesn't matter. And and I think everybody's like, Sean Payton, he doesn't want he doesn't want to give up compensation. That makes it harder for him to win I mean, wherever he goes. So here, wait, hold on. Like, if you look at Tom Brady, for example, he saw what Sean Payton was able to do with Drew Brees. Yeah. In the latter stage of his, of his career. And he sees that tape and he sees his quarterback rating. I, for Tom Brady, it makes all the sense in the world because I feel like Sean Payton is his last shot. That's right. You know, he's like, he figured out how to maximize Drew Brees. I'm watching latter stage Drew uh, throw this short pass here, throw this short pass there. And Tom's thinking in his head, and I can make twice the throws that Drew's making on this tape. And look at his quarterback rating. Imagine what mine would be if I can make, you know, Five percent better throws right. down the field than what Drew was at the end of his career. So, like for Tom Brady, it makes all the sense in the world. Peyton, it's like, well, it worked with Drew. Latter stage. Why wouldn't Drew. it work with Brady? Why wouldn't it work with Tom? But here's here's my question though, Kevin. And I hear people on Twitter yelling at me. It's like Sean Peyton is going to fight the Saints over compensation. He's going to make sure the Saints get nothing and blah blah blah. But my thing is, isn't there just a possibility that there's a little bit of Peyton that's like. Shula, Belichick, Parcells. Those are the guys that have been traded for a first-round draft pick. Isn't there a little bit of him that's like, I want to be traded for the most compensation in NFL history. And I want to be the highest paid, and I want to, I want to be the highest paid coach in history, and the team gave up a crap ton of picks for me. I think like maybe there's a little bit of pain that like he kind of wants that. Or I'm sure that's a small part of what he's thinking. It's like, hey, if I can join those ranks and get that, great. If uh, if I can get to be the have the most picks, great too. As long as they cut a check for me, <laughs> that is going to allow me to own oh, my money, own baby. Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville when I retire. Uh, I'll be fine. Yeah, and that's fine. That's fine. As long as the Saints get picks, plural, with a big, with a big damn S, picks. On picks. You I go mean, wherever. Go wherever. If you want to go to Carolina, go to Carolina. Work the Mid-Atlantic Territory, brother. Go work the Mid-Atlantic Territory. Is... Thomas, give us a donation update. We, we're rocking in donation. By the way, people, thank you so much for being awesome with the donations. It, we, we love it. We, we appreciate yeah, so the support, ma- Thomas. So many former MVPs fighting for that status of final season MVP. Uh, Tiger Saint gave us a bunch of bits. 300 here, 500 here. Cookdog with five uh, tier one gift subs. Tiger Saint again with 1,000 bits. And uh, Tiger Saint with two tier one uh, gift subs like so much love guys uh, we love you too we love it uh thank you can't say it enough but back to care one last thing on carolina is they what if he goes to carolina because i feel like there's just such a difference Andrew in the in the in the acceptable packages like if he goes to Denver and they get number 31 and number 67 in a second next year we'll be like oh you got three top 700 picks for a coach 99% of the time 
NFL teams fire their coach and you get nothing. Like we get three top hundred picks. That's cool. Or if he goes to Texans, uh, the, the Texans and you get number 12 and a third next year, we'll be like, cool. I just feel like with Carolina, like we got to deal with this jerk off twice a year for five yeah, years. They got to pay the division tax. What is an acceptable division tax? That's what I'm asking you. Like what, what in your mind, like if, if you see breaking news, Sean Payton is going to Carolina the trade with the Saints is closed, and you're waiting for the Schefter tweet to come on through. What does that tweet need to be to make to be to make you happy slash acceptable? Like, what does it have to be? Podcast ads are the worst, right? Everyone hates them. You can get Saints Happy Hour ad free by becoming a patron. That's right, patrons get access to every show ad free. No ads ever you also get breaking saints news podcast saints player grades early access to shows and behind the scenes access plus you get access to our discord channel where you can talk saints 24 7 in private with other saints happy hour listeners and you get our world famous booze bundle with four swag items amazing so sign up and never have to suffer through another ad again go to saintshappyhour.com that's saintshappyhour.com and sign up today Think you? I mean, look. Best case scenario is that Sean Payton gets hired, and he's out in three years because he sucks, or, or maybe <laughs> maybe even two. Right? Like that's best case scenario. I think we all are going to guess that if he goes to Carolina, he'll probably have some success, and that's not that's not what's going to happen. And you know, he might hover around five hundred his first year because the team is not that good. Maybe eight and nine, nine and eight, and by year two, he's winning the division and he's in the playoffs, and, and by like basically, I think the the best case scenario is that he has like five mediocre years. No, I was like, talking about the package about, though, the package of picks. No, but I'm just saying like, so I'm prepping this for like you have to prepare yourself for most likely Sean being there five years and realistically going from like eight and nine to twelve and five, maybe back to eight and nine in a five year cycle. Like that's the best case scenario, I think how this plays out if Sean goes there. So you have to ask. So really what you're asking me is I got a stomach over the next five years, at least two Carolina Panthers titles. And they're kind of meddling for wild card for the other years. Like you have to give me a lot, way more than a first round pick to tolerate that. We're, yeah. That's a team we're potentially losing to twice a year. If we don't have the players to compete. So I think you start with two firsts. If you get two firsts, then Marcus. <laughs> well, no, not yeah. You can't you can't package them together and get a defensive end from San Antonio. That that would be bad. But I I think you get two firsts minimum, and then from there I would want two seconds maybe two firsts two seconds like that makes me think about it. All right, I sent Tomas the uh, <clears throat> graphic from the PFF mock draft. That has all of Carolina's picks and all of the Saints' picks for this year and the next two years. So in the top hundred, the the Panthers have four picks in the top hundred. They have the ninth overall, 39th, 60, and the 92nd. The Saints, meanwhile, have two in the top 100, 40 and 71. If the Panthers want Sean Payton... We need that ninth overall pick plus, and and, and I'm talking at least, I'm bouncing around here. We need that ninth overall pick 
We need that second round pick of theirs for 2024, so that way we've got all seven rounds covered for 2024. I'm also thinking of the future. And I would honestly look at any of those four in the first hundred, and and I would consider throwing in, uh, for the Saints, I would consider throwing in, like, pick 71 or pick 40 for us in order to get more from the Panthers. More I know that makes it sound like, well, why are we giving them anything? Why are we giving them anything? We need to extract what we can from them while giving them something. Yes, we're giving them Sean Payton. Well, Sean and Payton. you got to give it. You got to get I forgot about the. I forgot about the ninth pick. I'm I know what that. you're doing. I know what First you're doing. First turn enough. No, no. I know what Kevin's doing here. You're trying to get Mickey Loomis his trade up fix during the Sean Payton deal. So he doesn't do it on draft day. That's what you're trying to do. <laughs> I, I see through you, Held. Setting factors. So, uh, T- Tomas, if you want to run that gif of that guy pointing at his head. That's right. You but, know that. If you want to run that, that's fine by me. Just not um, checking. I just think the Carolina, if he, if he goes to Carolina, it, it is, it's a legacy-defining moment for Mickey Loomis and the Saints, Andrew, in that. You one, you have to make it painful for Carolina, and like to me, that package better take my breath away and be like, "Whoo!" And you, you have. I want people. Just two firsts do that for you. Understanding that the first first is a ninth overall pick. Ooh, it's a top ten. I, I need honestly. I need more. I need more than two firsts. Okay, I need even, more. even though one of those firsts is ninth, I need more. I All need right, more. here's the deal. All four of their top 100 picks in, in this coming draft and round two, and in exchange, they get Peyton plus our 40 and our 71. Mm. No, they can have 71. That's it. <laughs> Fuck them. So, <laughs> right. It. But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, Solve they, your wouldn't, problems with aggression. Right. they wouldn't take right. that unless it was 40 and 71. Look at, so you, listen, would think, you would walk away from that. Listen, I'm going to channel Al Davis. Go, go, people should go to YouTube and just type in Al Davis Gruden trade. And he, he, I guess he was doing a press conference after they traded Gruden. And it was like 10 minutes and he walked you through it. And basically, Tampa kept calling Al Davis. And being like, we want to talk to Gruden. We want Gruden. We want Gruden. And they kept trying to negotiate with him. And he was like, I'm not negotiating with you jerk-offs. This is what I want. And they kept calling him back. He's like, no, no, no. And finally, they had it lined up with Mariucci. It was going to be the Tampa coach. Tampa called him one final time and was like, listen, Al, if we do this and give you $8 million instead of something else. He didn't get into what it was. Will you do the deal? And Al Davis is like, fine, I'll do it. But Al Davis, like that old man, he didn't bend an inch over Gruden. That's what the Saints need to do with Carolina. Like, don't bend an inch. Because you know what, Kevin? I'm kind of fine with getting nothing over getting something mediocre for Sean Payton and have to deal with him twice a year. Any other team, you got to take what you can take. Carolina, I'm inflexible and I'm willing to take nothing. So let's say Sean Payton, let's say they give us a deal we quote unquote don't like and Loomis, you know, for whatever damn reason, can't make it work with uh, Denver or 
Dallas, or let's say they fire the guy in San Diego, or even Indianapolis. Let's say, let's say the owner there finally realizes, wait, I hired a goddamn high school coach uh, to to coach my team. Let's say he gets rid of Jeff Saturday, and they can't make any deals with them. Sean Payton then sits out the rest of this year, stays on Fox on Fox Sports making money, free agent at the end of 2023-24, and then goes to Carolina. Yeah. Now you got him twice a year for the next five years, and we didn't get shit for it. Well, yeah, I mean. Because here's the thing. You could see the Carolina. Look, all I know about NFL owners is that they all, it's a big dick swinging contest. It is. With checkbooks. You're going to tell me that the Carolina owner, if he was rebuffed from the Saints, wouldn't want to try and make another play at Peyton knowing that the Saints couldn't say jack shit about it. And Peyton might say, well, hey, man, they're going to offer me a ton of money and and I don't have to worry about uh, no, you know, losing picks for any of this. He may want to go there just to stick it, just to just stick to it back stick to the Saints. Saints. Ah, that's know. a good point. I'm just saying, man, I like, I, <clears throat> final thing, then we'll get on to the next topic because the Saints have, the Saints have a lot of coaching staff news. Final question bare minimum you Loomis must get or you're mad for me full Gruden anything less than full Gruden I'm gonna be from who from Carolina from Carolina Carolina full Gruden or I'm gonna be I I would say I would be okay with you first be okay with you first I mean I would need the again I need the ninth I mean, look, if they if they want to offer the ninth and the first rounder for next year, I mean, I'll listen. <laughs> I'll listen. That doesn't mean I'm going to sign off on it. It's I, in the division. It's I, in the division. That's the thing. I, I'm st- I'm stunned that I I am the 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 inflexible one over draft picks to Carolina. I didn't see that. I didn't see that curveball coming. So listen. Pete Carmichael still has a job he doesn't even want, Kevin. Why have the Saints not freed this man from a from despair of a job that's slowly killing him? Uh, well, they, they need they need to uh, they need to sit down. They need to analyze. They need to review tape. They need to uh, <laughs> pontificate. They need to they need to consult with the College of Cardinals. They need to light some uh, colored paper or rice. You know, check the smokestack. Uh, they got a passenger pigeon coming in. They got a uh, Pony Express rider who's due any day now with some updates on stuff. But again, they just got to analyze some things and look at stuff. <laughs> I don't know what else Mickey Loomis or or Deer and Headlights uh, Dennis Allen need. To look at the the Bucks, the Bucks were uh, the the news was they were the Bucks were going to fire Byron Leftwich. Fired him out the cannon in the pirate ship last night. The game ended. That's right. They fought. They jettisoned the Chargers OC, which with our luck, come on back, Joe. Oh my God! No, don't you don't you dare! And now you two can sit here and be miserable for 2023-24 like the rest of us were. All right, we got to give them time, guys. We got to give them time to figure out. They're sorting it out. Hell, if they hire Lombardi, I blame you. They switch out one Sean Payton (laughs) karaoke singer for another. 
I blame you. I blame you for that. That is the worst joke I've ever heard. But Andrew, one thing in the Saints' defense about the offensive coordinator position, and I don't think fan, we don't think about this, is when you bring in a new offensive coordinator, if they move on from Pete, the new offensive coordinator, he's going to want say of who he brings along, right? He may say, I want my wide receiver guy. I want my O-line guy. That makes it complicated because the Saints have a staff that they really like. Cody Burns at wide receiver. Doug Marone did okay at offensive. I think we all agree he did a really good job at offensive line. That um, part Ronald is an Curry's issue. Ronald Curry's been, been, Ronald you know, Curry's been part good of the, in the team court. for a long time, yeah. Yeah, so that's part of it. But also, too, that interview process for Dennis Allen has got to be difficult. It's like the, the potential – Offensive coordinator is like, hey, Dennis, who's going to be the quarterback? And Dennis sounds like, you'll know what I know, buddy. Like, it's, <laughs> like it's, a, hard, like it's a hard sell. Or, 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 well, I was thinking of running it back with Andy Dalton. <laughs> Where are you going? Where are you going? Um, but, no, it's, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a challenging process for Dennis Allen. I, and I'm not saying they should keep Pete Carmichael. I'm just saying it's complicated. And Dennis Allen. Even though me and you are painting as uh, painting as Dennis Allen apologists and defenders, I'll say this: like Dennis Allen, he gets well, he gets one shot at fixing this offense. He botches Don't you this. agree? Hang on, I tweeted you, but I'm getting you on record here on Twitch and on the audio. So you agree that Dennis Allen has one year, one yeah. more year here to right the ship no, and make things okay. If and if goes- not, he's out on his ass. That's right. And he's got, so he's got, a, he got him on record, folks. Tomas, timestamp. I want the timestamp. I want this played. Hey, Tomas, every week. check the timestamp on this. I want this played every week in the offseason oh as a God, reminder. God. And then during the regular season, if he gets rowdy, we're going to play that too. Juge, you want to step in and weigh in on this too? You want to get on record here too? Whoa. But that's my on point, Andrew. If he's saying. If he's say if he's time stamping me saying that Dennis Allen only has a year, how do you sell that to offensive coordinators where your seat is so hot it's melting? How do you get a good how do you get a good offensive coordinator in that situation? You you gotta find a guy that wants a job. Gotta take a chance on a, a younger guy that you believe in that is is a risk. It's like uh when McVeigh was hired. Look, that ends up being a home run or like when Sean Payton was hired. Uh, back when no one knew who he was, mm-hmm. those were risks at the time. You don't know how that's going to go, but yeah, I mean, to your point, Ralph, I don't think you get like the proven veteran guy that's kind of like everyone wants him. Like whatever the Sean Payton version of offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator or assistance beneath him, whoever that guy is, they're probably not getting that. I, Kevin, I just worry they're going to get like a re. They're going to get like Norv Turner's kid. Scott Turner, or they're going to get like, um, I'd rather Scott Norton running the offense. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like, uh, Fritz, no, Scott Norton, a former, uh, Fritz Shermer. I was kidding. The drunk guy from Tennessee who got ripped on the plane ride home. How did, how did you feel fired. about my, uh, Mark Brunel idea? I think they should bring Mark Brunel. <laughs> Brunel was in, uh, Detroit this year. The yeah. quarterback's coach of the Lions. Well, Goff. I like that. Obviously, you know, Goff had a great year, best of his career, and the Lions offensive coordinator has decided he's going to stay, but he was getting a lot of looks competing with Sean Payton for, for some of these jobs. 
And uh, but the guy that no one really talks about is Mark Brunel, who was kind of like a mentor to Goff and you know, really helped. So I don't know. Like I really kind of like him as a OC prospect. He's never called plays before, but as we know, familiar with the building, he won a Super Bowl yeah. with the Saints. He was Drew's backup in 2009, and. Uh, he was a Pro Bowl quarterback in his own right. In Jacksonville, he made it to the I, AFC Championship, and he's had a lot of success as a quarterback. Well, you know me. The, that's one thing that I'm really paying attention to because I feel like a guy that hasn't called plays, that's a huge risk for Dennis Allen. And and, and I worry that you hire Joe Blow, who hadn't called plays, and he got McVay coffee a bunch of times like he's not going to be able to handle it at least with Brunel he played quarterback in the NFL he understands how to run a game so I would be less worried about that um but final thing and then we're going to get on Kevin if they don't have a new offensive coordinator or, or they don't make a decision if if well, let's just because because keeping keep keeping Pete Carmichael is an entirely different discussion. But let's say they move, they announce this week that they're moving on from Pete Carmichael. Yes. Right? How many days or weeks do you give them before you're like, Jesus Christ, guys? I see all these other teams hiring coordinators, hiring coaches. When are you going to get your shit together? Like, how long do they have to hire someone before you get kind of nervous? I, I mean. Like you I give them like they fight, you mean assuming they part ways with Pete assuming Carmichael. like like they part ways with Carmichael this week like how long do you give them before you're like dude you better hire somebody uh I the timetable I look at is I don't look at it in terms of weeks I look at it in terms of openings like how many other teams are making hires before you. That's good. Yeah. Like like if three or four teams name an offensive coordinator before you and and they're not just in-house bump ups you know oh this guy was the o-line uh uh coach so we just bumped him up to oc or oh this guy was the wide receivers coach or something and we bumped him up if if there's three or four teams that make hires from outside the building i will absolutely i would absolutely uh be pissed about uh the saints I'm stunned that we've gotten this far into this podcast and Kevin hasn't asked us yet about if it's possible to liquidate your coaching assets or assistance <laughs> for, for, picks. for draft picks. Well, well I mean, actually, they I was kind of hoping you were just going to say that hasn't been part of your whole equation here. You could have ended that sentence. Let me move it over here so people. You could have ended that sentence, liquidate your assistant head coach <laughs> right there, and a- period. And I would have been fine with replace them. Just liquidate. Just liquidate them. Uh, so, final thing, Andrew. Not final thing, but the the, the Atlanta, their idea, uh, their plan to be good continues to be to just steal Saints employees. The latest is the Falcons. They want to interview Saints co-defensive coordinator Ryan Nielsen for the same position in Atlanta. Uh, does Terry Fondo, does he have any original ideas? He's got Ryan Pace. I mean, it's very Dennis it's annoying. Allen of him. Very. Just hire what he knows. Yeah. It's annoying. Uh, yeah, look, uh, the Falcons clearly feel like they need to 
to emulate what the Saints do by poaching their people uh, to have any kind of success. If they're going to have any chance of turning things around, they have to have more Saints in their building. So uh, I get it. I get it. You know, look, uh, it's probably their only hope at this point. So, um, yeah, I mean, look, it, it is weird to have Fontenot over there. And, like, if Nielsen gets that job, you would – I'm a little nervous about John Payton and or – any of these other guys that would move on because I just feel like they would try to poach a lot of the existing people that are on the Saints staff. Well, it's just, it becomes, it becomes a lot to worry about Kevin, right? It's like, well, we're talking about OC, but if you have to hire a new OC and then you have to hire a new defensive line coach and a secondary coach and the new OC guy wants a new O-line coach, like it's a lot, it's a lot to do. And I feel like Dennis Allen, like there's too many balls in the air for that man. I get, you know. Wait a second. Wait, wait a second. Hang on a second. Tomas, we mean we we may need another timestamp check on this. What? Are you hey, Tomas, check the timestamp on this. Are you offering negative pos- Are you putting out negative vibrations? I, I toward toward Dennis Babino <laughs> Allen in 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 this in this critical juncture? Are you are you possibly no way his middle name towing around a a hint of a a, a negative word toward Dennis Allen? Baby, (laughs) I'm just saying, man. Dennis Allen's middle name is James, by the way. Babino is Samson. You were way off. Dennis Babino Blanco Allen. (laughs) Dennis Uh, Dennis. I just like it's it's a lot to do. Like and that man and he's gotta find a quarterback. Like it's a lot to do, Kevin. I just worry yeah. that it's too much. Yeah, it is. It's almost like almost like, wow, this is what you sign up for as a head football <laughs> coach. And if you aren't up to the challenge. Bye. We're gonna dream. <laughs> trade that trade those. You can load those, up that briefcase and fashion your way on out of here, and that's fine. That's trade okay. The Trade the Carolina picks back to them for Sean Payton. Octoberist let, just let me know that Dennis Allen was born in Atlanta. Yes, so is Camara. Yeah. So here's another thing that uh, – well, before we get to that, I want to remind people – I want to remind people they can sub for free on Prime every month. It's not just a one-time thing. You can do it every month to support the show. Uh, Thomas, give us a donation update. It is rolling. We are so humbled by people just loving the show so much. It it really means the world to us. Where are we with the final MVP? Thanks to CookDuck for 2,000 bits, a new donation, and the MVP update. Tiger Saint is is still in the lead, 6,800 bits, and CookDuck is right behind him, 4,500 bits. So... This was my favorite part of the Mickey Loomis press conference last week. Mickey Loomis, he couldn't be more dismissive of rebuilding if he was holding a sign up that said, rebuilds are for cowards. Thomas, play that sound. Well, not that sound. (laughs) That sound. I don't know, maybe. I, I don't think we're there by any stretch of the imagination. We have we have a, a really good defense with a lot of young core players on defense. You know, we have some some really good offensive players, and, and yeah, we got holes. We do. But I, I don't think we're anywhere close to that in my mind. Yeah, I think that's an easy thing to say. 
I mean, you accumulate talent over a, a number of years. It's it's not like, uh, look, I wish every year we had a draft like 2017 where, you know, you're getting five or six really, really good uh, starting players. But that's, that's more unusual. Uh, I'm not sure I'm answering your question, but now's not the time for us to, we're not, have any, we don't have any plans on blowing things up. Is he right, Andrew? Should they not have any plans to blow it up? I mean, they got to fix the cap. I think there could be an argument for blowing that up a little bit or at least making it more manageable. But I agree with him. I think t- talent is a, like even at, let's say if you did blow it up and you got rid of all these players, like you're not going to fix it in one year. It, you know, it's going to take you, like you said, it takes five years to accumulate talent to get to a point where maybe you can win a Super Bowl. So, mm-hmm. like, why not take the scenic route there? You know what I'm saying? And, and <laughs> I, I, yeah, so look, I, I think I think the case for blowing it up is actually in hopes that you get franchise quarterback. And the likelihood of you getting that is maybe higher if you pick in the top five. And this is my question. We circle back to where we were at the beginning. Kevin, time is a flat circle, right? (laughs) How important is the Sean Payton trade package to the success of the 2023 Saints? Like, how badly do they need it to succeed in 2023? Depending on where, uh, uh, okay. Well, if you if you're Depending. just talking 2023, you would want the Panthers. Well, no, I'm just saying, like if if Sean Payton goes back to Fox and they get nothing for him, mm-hmm. does that screw them in a way in 2023 yes. that is devastating? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, if if they can't work out some kind of deal, and Payton goes back to Fox. And and the Saints get nothing. And especially if the minute that that the following season ends, if he gets signed to somebody else, that's absolutely uh, a, a big kick in the dick for, for the organization. <laughs> well, and, he's got two it, more years says, left. So and it it says, just, the Saints would still get something, just maybe not as nice a package as they'll wait, wait. Wait, he has the following year too? Yeah. Like he, he's not a free agent until 2025. So he's got to wait two more years. Yeah. Well, hearing it from you is is different than just randomly reading it from some fool on Twitter. Um, <laughs> I tell you what, I have a blue check mark. I, damn I it! I still feel I still feel bad if they can't work out some kind of deal now, because, like you said, they will likely get less the following year. So, yeah. I guess I just won't scream as much. Well, Andrew, I just feel like they need, they need, they need, they need a first round pick and probably something else. And they need to nail those picks because they're still $38 million over the cap. Like it's going to be, it's a hard slog this off season. And with no, with less draft capital, I just think it's, it's not impossible. It's not impossible, right? They did well, it. I, ju- I just look at the harder. NFC South. Yeah, it's just hard. And and I, I look at the NFC South, and you've got four teams that aren't very good, uh, but you have two of them that are picking in the top ten, in Atlanta and Carolina. So I feel like at at minimum the Saints have to have a first round pick to kind of hold water in the draft because not going to get better than those teams in free agency. 
with the limited resources they have. So uh, I, I think getting a first-round pick is pretty critical, honestly, to being successful this year. Yeah, because we didn't play the soundbite, but, but Mickey Loomis did mention it. He, he, went, he said he, his words were, we want to get the cap kind of back to the middle, which is kind of like the middle of the league, I guess, where they're not having all this dead money. So that means like they're not going to be players in free agency, really. Right. So the, so the draft is like it. It's their avenue to get good. Correct. So almost like, almost like the more guys that this team <laughs> can get and sign for rookie contracts, the better it would be in the long run fiscally for the franchise. Mm. Hi, my name is Trey Down. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Thomas. Accumulate. Uh, so, Thomas. Uh, it's time to wrap up the uh, MVP. Announce the season winner and do the entire recap. But give us a give us before we do that. I need an update as to where we are right now for the, the final, final MVP to, to the, know final the final MVP, MVP of the year. Yes, I need. A, okay, I need an so a, a couple of big donations before that. Cook Dog with three thousand bits and Saints Rabbit joined the race. But came up a bit short, 5,000 bits, and the w final winner of this show is Cook Duke with 7,500 bits. <laughs> oh, Saints Rabbit of the finish, maybe? 5,000 wow. bits again? Wow. Damn, I guys, you, you have time. Yeah, I think you, I until, you gotta give it to him. We love you guys. You're the guys, best. you have time until we finish with the graphics, with the That's season right. graphics. So it's this is the season recap of the weekly MVPs, right, Thomas? Yes, sir. Saints Rabbit in week thirteen must have been on a bender. <laughs> he just, I mean, that was the week everybody just went bananas and just started right. going back and forth. Like that was the big dick contest right there. I mean, it was. But this is a this is amazing, you guys. I like Mexi, Mexi Houdat in week one really got in on the ground level there. Yeah, you got <laughs> in the ground, off in the ground floor. Yeah. It's invested. It's yeah, like investing. Yeah, there were there was three MVPs with five hundred bits. Uh, at the is that beginning investing? Of the season. In, it's like investing in Facebook when it's like a dollar a share. He knows where where it's at. But this is amazing that like as the season went along, people got more into it and more excited about it. I think Thomas's graphic of the cup with the stuff in the cup really really was like gasoline on the fire. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is just uh, who got the most MVPs. Uh, it was fun. It was, it was fun. It was, it was the, the people who were in the chat. And if you, if you listen to the show and you listen to the audio only version, it's a reminder, like we're having fun on the live stream. Like Thomas is working his butt off doing the graphics. Like you should take the time and enjoy it and join us. And uh, it's fun. Uh, Thomas, tell the people who got the most MVPs for the season. Uh, I just switched the graphic. I thought you wanted to. Well, no, you. Do the you I'm coughing up a fit. You announced it for the audio only people. Uh, okay, so Cook Duke uh, four times. Saints Rabbit uh, got three MVPs. Tiger Saints three MVPs. Badridge two MVPs. Hatchet John two MVPs. J uh, Jason Champagne once. My Bagger and Maxi Hudet also once. Yeah. Thank you guys. So now we're going to do the season MVP drawing. And I guess I'm going to add another Saints Rabbit to the list because he yeah. won nothing from We Kuduk. paid thousands of dollars for this wheel. 
thousands of dollars. <laughs> this crap wheel. Thousands so we, we had to get the best design. The best. The well, only the best. Okay, so let's decide, guys, who won. And, and, and Mexi Hudat's asking, how, how do you become the MVP again? It, it's simply whoever donates the most bits on any one given show. During the show, yeah. 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 And During the T1 the sub is uh, equal to 500 bits also. So I um, count also uh, the subscriptions. Does, does Poland only have four colors? <laughs> like are only are only four colors allowed? Like, do we not have any mauve or? No, we have two, but this or... is the premium version, man. This is a premium uh, version. Touche, touche. That's all we got, man. Uh, I feel like Pat Sajak now at the wheel. Spin the wheel. The next color package was a thousand more, Kevin. That was beyond our right. Minds. If you want okay, so this is, hey, people, if that, you want to see Fuchsia, money for Polish sausage. If you want to, if you want to see Fuchsia, donate more, and next year we'll have a more vibrant rainbow of colors in the wheel. Hey, Thomas, what happened to the other intro? By the way, what intro? Man, I want, I thought we wanted to keep it a secret. I thought we wanted to, you know, cook the uh, the Greg Williams Build the one. Suspense. A bit. All right, all right. So don't fire don't fire up all our assets at the same time. Yeah, you know? I, I got nothing. <laughs> we got a long we got a long off season ahead of us, Andrew. So you do. So yeah, you you want a I, new intro every week? That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I want to keep going. New guy every week. It's we're gonna run out of of uh, people on cameo, you know, <laughs> <laughs> until the end of the season. <laughs> we're gonna be asking like Danny DeVito, like. Hey. Yeah. Oh, I would yeah. love Danny DeVito. Would he be a, he'd be eating a Jersey Mike sub during the okay, guys, so, Aguilera. So maybe let's uh, let's try and see who wins the two uh, two tickets to a Saints game, right, guys? That's right. So this is for two tickets to Saints game. Yeah. Now, how long is this wheel going to spin for? Eternity. I hope it spins the rest of the show. Oh man, it was almost Saints Rabbit, but Tiger Saint, you are the winner of two tickets to a Saints game. I guess message wrong for the details. Yeah, well, uh, you got to wait for the schedule, obviously, uh, to come out, and then we'll get you hooked up. And now we are gonna see who wins uh, a T-shirt. We're gonna we have two uh, of these to to give, right? That's right. So uh, this, is, right. this is a list. This is a list of people who donated at least once during the season, and I got the notification on Twitch. So it's uh, obviously a bit bigger than the last one. I'm enjoying spinning the wheel. I don't. I didn't think I would enjoy it this I'm much. Spinning the wheel in complete silence. I know. I want. I think we should just do a show where, like, we just golf shark away random things. <laughs> Gold Shark JT is the winner of the first T-shirt. And there the you go. One. Congratulations. If it's Andrew, uh, it, it's not rigged, guys. We just Trust give me. away something. I got, I got, I got some uh, boys or back cups that we could give Jason away. Jason Champagne. Jason, yeah. I'm glad Jason Champagne wins because he's really active in the Discord. He's really active. He's always on the live stream. I'm glad Jason. Won. I know we're not supposed to. Play favorites or whatever. I'm glad, Jason. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> not, like... hashtag, hashtag not rigged, guys. 
That's not rigged. It wasn't rigged. It wasn't rigged at all. No. We don't want to more. That was a much more sincere and honest competition than our uh, predictions every week. Yeah. Like, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. So. What do you mean, Andrew? Oh, nothing. nothing. But thanks. Did, thanks to everybody. Did you buy who... the ingredients already? No, Andrew? I need to. I, well, no, I can't so, do it drink? until February. I'm yes, right. Drinking. You can't. But thanks to everybody for, for participating in the MVP contest. And, and it's just a way to support the show. And we appreciate you guys. It's been tremendous. It helps us ra- raise a bunch of money, keep, helps us, allows us to keep doing what we're doing. Uh, and we appreciate it from the bottom of our heart because, you know, it's your, it's, your, it's your money and you could spend it anywhere and you're spending it with us. We appreciate it. Um, so, Kevin, it's time for the hot take of the week. Yes, it is, and I will pull that up. All right. Are we going to launch the graphic? Uh, there we go. It is time for this week's Hottest Take of the Week on the Hotline, sponsored by JLD, Hot Sauce and Knives. If you want award-winning hot sauces like Uchilokia or Reaper Madness Special Reserve, go to www.jldsharpsauce.com. They also have incredible jellies like palm and pepper. And an incredible selection of handmade knives for cooking, hunting, and outdoor needs. Go check out the Zombie Killer Quarter and Cleaver and tell me it's not the best damn quarter and cleaver you ever saw in your entire life. Jerry Embler! Jerry is a tremendous supporter of Saints Happy Hour. So we are asking you to support the people who support Saints Happy Hour. Go to www.com jldsharpsauce.com to get the best hot sauces and knives at the best prices anywhere. Use promo code SAINTSHAPPYHOUR and get 10% off. That is www.jldsharpsauce.com promo code SAINTSHAPPYHOUR So we don't have a hotline this week. It's not on high It's going to be high We just got to think of a topic to give people and they can call in off season, you know, unless the Saints do some news. If they keep Pete Carmichael, I'm sure it'll be drunk and angry next week. We'll be fine. So we don't have a hotline for this week, but I have a hot take for this week. And the nerds and analytics and draft Twitter take that great that draft picks are more valuable uh, than great coaches is ridiculous. Great coaches are more valuable than draft picks. These idiots are like, why would we? Why would we pay for Sean Payton when we can get we can get a uh, Jason Gannon for free from Philadelphia or a D- D'Amico Ryan's? Like Sean Payton has fifty. We just lose Ralph. <laughs> Tomas, I'm going to need you to screenshot <laughs> that picture of Ralph there, Damn. and I'm going to need that to be sent to Dave so he can that put that on the, a T-shirt. That is incredible. That we're going to need that. Yeah. Middle. We're gonna need that on a t-shirt. What is oh, that? There he is. Where? What happened? What happened? <laughs> was you. you tell us, man. You tell started saying something, and your face froze. Like, when did it freeze? When you started saying fifty, I'm, I'm presuming fifty million. No, fifty what shades I, of gray, man. No, what I was gonna say <laughs> is the nerds. It's too late. It's over. Keep the on. nerds telling me on Twitter. That draft picks are more valuable than great coaches is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And 
They're like, I can get a, I can get a Jason Gannon for free. I can get a D'Amico Ryan for free. Why would I pay? I'll give you a third round pick for Sean Payton. You know what it is, Andrew? All these loser organizations, all of them, they've never experienced a great coach. It's like a person who they get around the country by a horse and buggy or ride a bus. And they're so like, worried what? about a car. <laughs> why would I worry about a car? Why would, why would I want to fly first class? That's dumb. Like, I'll just, I'll just hitchhike. No, dude. Elite coaching <laughs> is worth a first-round pick. I'm sorry. Like, if you told me what the Saints got for Sean Payton, like, if you, if you told me at the beginning of it, how much would you pay for 15 years of this, a Super Bowl, all this winning – I would have paid almost anything for it. Like it's ridiculous. And I know Kevin, I want to talk to you because you are a pearl clutching draft pick hoarder. Do you believe like the nerds that an elite coach is not worth draft picks? Uh, I respectfully disagree with those bean counters <laughs> and they can all, uh, they can all kiss my, uh, Harry white Irish ass to steal a line from uh uh crap now I can't think of his name uh Dennis you know who I'm talking about the referee the ref I got nothing yeah Dennis Leary Dennis Leary God there you go yeah sorry by the way sorry, no, Thomas, so if I'm still on Dennis IR Allen. next week somebody else needs to do the hot take of the week Jesus Christ I'm dying. I mean, I'm going on the pup list. I'm getting a brain tumor or something. Good Lord. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, look, a, a great coach. I, it, the, I've said this before. I think the single, the single person that can affect the game the most is obviously a superstar quarterback. I think that, that is the mm-hmm. way that you can win the most consistently in the league. If you don't have that, I believe the next thing is an elite coach. I think that's more impactful right. than an elite pass rusher, than an elite cover guy, than an elite receiver. If you have an elite coach, preferably an offensive play calling head coach that's also good at all the other stuff like Sean Payton was or like Andy Reid is, have a guy like that, that is, after having an elite quarterback, the next best thing. And I was DMing with Tick Texas people. I was like, listen, also, like Sean Payton makes you relevant. For at least a couple of years, maybe he doesn't win and he become irrelevant again. But like, you'll be relevant in a way the Texans have never been because Sean Payton is coverage wise. Yeah, like media coverage wise, like it makes you. He's the coach that Dan Patrick's and the Scott Van Pelts and all those people. He's the coach they want. He's the coach that they talk about on first take. You know, he's the opinion that they matter. Like when you hire some no-name assistant, no one cares. And that's part, of, that's part of the reason I think is a big chunk of Dennis Allen. Like, it's not a, not a big chunk, but a, but a percentage of it is like, Dennis Allen is boring. Like, he's not, he's boring. He's a boring, he's lame, and he's not Sean Payton. And Sean Payton was cool, and he was on, he, the, he got us media coverage, and whenever he said something or tweeted something, it put the Saints in the news cycle, and that, was freaking fun. Not as fun as winning, but it was pretty cool that like the number one coach, the number one media star of all the coaches in the NFL was freaking Sean Payton. And anyway, uh, the nerds, they're, they're wrong. They're wrong. And I hope that he goes to Carolina and the Saints get a ridiculous package and the nerds have an aneurysm. That's what I want. That's what I want. 
Thanks to JLD Sharp Sauce. JLDSharpSauce.com. Go there. Uh, Thomas, play, uh, play Take It to the Top so I can give the people finger guns before my internet freezes again. <laughs> By the way, my wife, Dolphin fan, uh, my wife. She, she flew into a rage during the Dolphin playoff game. She got the Dan Marino jersey out at halftime. She was fired up. They were winning. Uh, it was tied or whatever. I thought she, she stopped she, caring about the Dolphins, man. She stopped caring, but she was back on the bandwagon. Like She was locked in. She was back in. She went into a rage in the second half. Mike McDaniel couldn't get the play in on time. He was really struggling. She said he looked like a 70-year-old at the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> Un- not, they couldn't understand the menu. the menu. They were overwhelmed. overwhelmed. And he was vaping on the sideline. That didn't go over well in the Marlboro House. Didn't go over well. So, <clears throat> Thomas, like what the we- kind of He looks like the kind of dude that would have analysis paralysis. He does. He does. He's he's Dennis he's Dennis Allen with cool sunglasses is what he is. That's what he is. I'm sorry. I said it. Thomas, what you got for us? Uh, okay, as Kevin left somehow, I don't know why. Uh, okay, first he question from screen froze. Hopefully he's coming back. Okay, first question from who that? He asks a pretty long one. Am I uh, a bad Saints fan for hoping Peyton isn't successful every, uh, elsewhere? Sorry, uh, no matter where he lands. I appreciate everything he did for the Saints, but he chose to leave while under contract and tried to beat us going forward. No. I, 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 don't, think, I don't think you're beholden to rooting for a guy's success no. once he leaves the organization. Listen, uh, you can like I think I think most LSU fans should continue to root for Joe Burrow as a Cincinnati Bengal. But like if you were like, yeah, I love Joe Burrow for what he did at LSU and that was great, but he's not on LSU anymore. So I don't really care about him. Like I would be fine with that. So and, and Burrow's probably the, the prime example of who you should love. So Peyton won us a Super Bowl, but especially if he's at Carolina, I want him to fail miserably. Are you kidding me? The AFC, I care less. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that I'd want him to fail miserably, but it doesn't make you a bad Saints fan if you. I mean, yeah. If 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 the Saints got like the twelve the twelfth pick from the Texans and like a twenty twenty four second rounder, and Sean Payton bombed, and we could say we fleece the Texans, like that would be amazing. Like I'm not gonna lie. And like, here's the thing, man. It's like one time there was like a split second for like a girl that I used to date. I thought she was somebody they they announced an arrest, and I thought that like she was the person that got arrested, and she dumped me. So I felt pretty good about it. Like it ended up not being the not being her, but like there was a split second. I was like, "Good, you dumped me, and now you got arrested." Like it, it feels good. Like he he, he wanted <laughs> to leave the Saints. Like he left. Like he left us. She get dumped? Did she get arrested for dumping you? No, she. It wasn't. It was. It, it was just somebody with a similar name, and I thought for like a split second when I heard it on the news, I was like, "Oh," and then it wasn't. It wasn't. But like I wanted, like they, 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 he dumped us. Screw him. What was the crime you thought she was arrested of for a split second? Uh, it was like uh, it was pretty hideous. It was like a. It was like a. It was like a DWI. Like like not like uh, it was bad. It was bad. 
it was bad and yet but i was still inside, like inside yourself you were like yes yes i was like but it so yeah like <laughs> he dumped us he dumped us fuck him i'm just saying <laughs> all right thomas what uh thomas next question okay next question Next question from Le Badrich. Badrich, are you asks, eating that tape? We'll be doing the spaces again eventually. And uh, you need to be eating the, eating the tape. All right, Badrich, what's the question? He asks, who would you rather replace with a pick from the patent trade? Pete, Tomas, Davenport, or Onyemata? How far have we come that Ruiz and Troutman... Aren't on the list. Are not on this list. Wow. Crazy, man. It's Frank. Oh, Adam Troutman. <laughs> Davenport. I'm not a That's big my fish answer. guy. Pete, not even a question. Not even a Pete. You gotta you gotta you gotta fix that offensive line, man. You gotta fix that offensive line. That I'm offensive not Davenport? A, I mean, I feel like they had almost fifty sacks this year though. Like and Davenport got him half a sack. Like, yeah, I, I just feel like offensive line, like they got to get better and they got to figure out a way to get healthy. And like, it starts with like getting Pete the hell out of here. Let's so, drop another Trevor Penning. I, I just <laughs> still feel like this team wins with defense and low key. Like I would pick on Yamada. <laughs> if you, if you give me a young rookie DT that just dominates, I'm going to make, defenses, Andrew, I'm going to make a free agent prediction, and you know nothing is worse than my free agent contract predictions. I am terrible at it. Like Jeff Duncan's reporting. Yeah, it's just it's horrible. But I'm going to tell you this. Onyemata, he didn't have a market three years ago when he was coming off a really good season. And the Saints were like, oh, my God, nobody wants you? Sure, you can come back for three years, $27 million. I don't think Onyemata is going to have that much of a market and he's going to come back. That's my prediction. Like, I just think, I, I just think teams don't, they don't value Onyemata because he doesn't really get that much pass rush and he's inconsistent. It's my prediction. So he's probably going to sign a four, he's probably signed up. He'll sign a four year, $50 million deal with Atlanta. Yeah. Next question. Okay. Next question. Next question from Saints Rabbit. He asks, "How much joy do you all take in Eli Apple's failures on the field, despite Cincinnati's success?" And bonus question: Does Cincy's success make the Hooday more annoying, or does it not bother you all at all? Houday definitely bothers me because they claim yeah. that it happened before Houdat. I don't know which one's true, if I'm being honest. But it annoys me that they claim it as being – I don't think they had it before us. But either way, like their chant is the exact same. Yeah. I'm in a weird place with Cincinnati because I'm a, I'm a reverse bandwagon fan. Cincinnati was my side team like my whole life. Like Icky Woods, Marvin Lewis, like – I've suffered through all of it. Like, and I, I mean, I don't, not that I was like living and dying in Cincinnati, but I watched all their games and they were my AFC team. 
And then they played the Saints this year, and I got fed up with the LSU. I'm a, I'm a Saints fan, except when they play Joe Burrow. And I find those people disgusting, and I don't want to be associated with them. So I broke up with Cincinnati, and I'm done with them. So like, I have this weird thing of like, I used to really like Cincinnati, and now I hate them. Interesting. I want nothing but the worst for them. You don't, so you don't like Burrow? No. I'm done with them. Solve I, your I problems want, with aggression. I want, I want Cincinnati to lose in the playoffs. Oh, uh, Eli Apple's failures, uh, getting back to the question, are incredible. Um, yeah. It, it's, it's amazing that he's like, he's so bad, and yet somehow they find a way to win despite him. Almost it makes am- it more hilarious. It is. But, but here's the thing, kids. Don't go at his mom on Twitter. She will roast you. She will roast you. Just saying. Next question. Okay, final question of the show. This amazing show. It is. Belongs to Ambush. And he asks, uh, who has worse luck with doctors? The Saints or Kevin? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. Do we do we just let that breathe for a minute? Yeah. We, I mean, do Woo! we even answer it? Do we just leave it alone? I don't know if you want to mess with art, Ralph. It, it, you don't go painting a mustache yeah. on the Mona Lisa. Mm-mm. No. No. I'm like Vince Gully. I'm just gonna. I'm. I'm a Vince Gully. I'm just gonna step back. If this is the, the correct answer, guys. <laughs> You want to weigh in, Kevin? Yeah, it's awesome. a beautiful day to make fun of Kevin's love life. <laughs> I mean, it's a day that ends in Y, right? Kevin, the ladies' I... man. Yeah, the ladies' man. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Uh, do we have a Kevin love update? Do we? Yeah, it's a great uh, segue. Yeah, like I'm still. Talking and hanging out with the with the with the the redhead lady the red haired lady from uh, Illinois. Yeah, nurse. Uh, that's that's going pretty well. And uh, yeah, she's a nurse. No, she is not a nurse. In the medical she, field. At no, all? she is not a nurse. She's not in the medical field. She basically runs logistics and makes sure that bulk supplies and orders go to a bunch of different type of stores around the country like uh are, are one of the stores a hospital no 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 <laughs> hospitals like costco's God, she makes sure that costco's get get costco has, a, costco has a pharmacy does it not does she does she she makes sure she's that like she's not moving anything pharmaceutical she's not in the medical field there's nothing about that uh yeah nothing about that So, Ralph, you're muted. Ralph, mute yourself. Yeah. <laughs> we want the best. We want the best for you, Kevin. Uh, no, I appreciate it. I would like to be. Uh, I would like to be. Uh, yeah, uh, not single. And uh, I would like to, at some point, uh, have a family and uh, a wife, and you know, all all the stuff, all the stuff Listen, that that. that the Jason family. Champagne says in the chat. And a redhead automatically elevates someone two points. So, example, it, it, it would take a six to an eight. 
Yeah. It's really funny to hear you say that because I know Ralph believes the exact opposite. He believes gingers have no souls. <laughs> I believe that. I believe so, that wholeheartedly. Ralph believes. Ralph hates Andy Dalton. I do. Yeah. Uh, Ralph believes me? that a ginger brings a six to a negative six. I believe. I believe. I believe you need to stay as far away from the gingers as humanly possible. Well, I'll tell you this. To, is that, so that applies to NFL quarterbacks? Yes. Without a doubt. Ralph is a Jameis truffer. Ralph is really Jameis one of one. Dave couldn't be with us tonight, by the way, because he's in Vegas. He's in Vegas, yeah. Losing money. Uh, Peddling t-shirts. He's probably at a... a, Dave is probably somewhere drunk at a video blackjack table, just sad. No, he's probably really... He's probably... At the video black tech table, watching Tulane Cotton Bowl highlights over and over again. The redhead, Wait, he's, the redhead he's hanging out with right now is a Twizzler. <laughs> he's eating, Cuckoo said he's eating crab legs, probably. Him and Jameis. So, Thomas, uh, before we get out of here, what? Uh, who's the winner? For the MVP of the final I mean, one. I, I already announced the winner. Saints Roberts yeah, is the Saints winner. We had uh, Elliot Bott, but Where he uh, last, entered him last in the minute, wheel. Last, yeah, we did. Last minute, last minute video from Cookdog he sent it oh, to I me like during that. the show. Unedited. I haven't watched it, so you know. Uh-oh. Oh, God. I don't know. I don't even know what he said, you know. Uh, wow. <laughs> Could get out of control. Hey, if anything gets us thrown off Twitch, we're coming after you, man. That's right. Yeah, let's risk it, guys. <laughs> let's roll. Roll that beautiful bean footage. All right, y'all. What's up? Uh, I just wanted to thank y'all for a great season of the Saints Happy Hour podcast. Uh, I wanted to give out a few uh, losers and winners of the season. Uh, I wanted to uh, make sure I gave out uh, a winner to uh, Juge for always being the level-headed, uh, positive Boo. person in the podcast. Yeah. And, uh, Kevin Boo, and uh, Dave for having the funniest takes of the podcast. And then, of course, uh, Ralph for having the worst pronunciation uh, in the history of mankind. But, of course, Dave is the thank funniest? you guys I'm just offended. for just doing what you Fence do it. and uh, keeping everything super fun for all, all of us Saints fans, even though we're uh, drowning in our misery all the time. <laughs> uh, appreciate you guys, and uh, here's to uh, us maybe getting some picks for Peyton. Yeah, I like Sounds that. good. Have a great night, guys. I like that. The fact that he, he didn't give us correction there, Correction there, Ralph. He said Dave and Kevin and were the funniest. <laughs> Yeah, I know, like just including Dave at all, I don't agree with. <laughs> Stop! Agree he he was too good to even show up tonight. That's, just yeah. that's like a, you know, and I'm not saying I'm funny because I'm not because I can barely pronounce my own name. But I'm just saying, like, say Dave is up there with Kevin. It's just offensive. Offensive. <laughs> Dave wasn't at those open mic nights with uh, with me and you back right? in the day. That's right. We don't, we don't accept uh, compliments for Dave Cariello on this show. That's right. Kevin, that's one of my biggest fears. We only like accept insults. Cooks do messed up, man. Somebody's got a camcorder from like 2003, and it's going to be me doing horrible stand-up. Like the time that I fell off the stage. Like if there's video of that, it's going to surface on the internet if I become. If I can surface just, by now. 
out. It would have surfaced by it now. Would have. You'd think maybe. I'm not. I gotta get famouser. It'd be on like TMZ. Famouser. Yeah. yeah. Is that a word? I, mean, I don't think it's it a wrestling move. The famouser. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He says we mispronounce his name every. Week. Isn't it? Isn't it Cook? Duke. Dukey. Yeah, what is it? Duke? Thomas, give us you the official. Call, you keep calling him Cooked Duke. Right? Cooked Duke, right? What is it? <laughs> I think it's Cooked Jesus. Duke. <sighs> well. All right. Well, if you want to type it in the chat and tell us how to say it, that'd be cool. Phonetically. Yeah, phonetically, yeah, please. Saints, right? the chat people, they're having, a, y'all are having a good time at my expense. Yeah, this is a short um, show for our stanzas, so we still have time. <laughs> yeah. He says you mispronounce my name every week. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, means so we love you. Tell, tell us which one it is. I'm still waiting on the uh, David Carr sweepstakes to materialize. Duke. David Carr, Derek Carr, Cook, Cookie Duke, and Andrew Duke? Carr. De- Andrew Carr, like, like that is my like, that's my nightmare. Like the, the Saints, they they go after Carr and they get him, and then like it's just me, it's me just calling him David and eyeliner jokes for five years. That's all it'll be. Right. Okay. So I get that you're saying like Dookie Chase, but you have D O O K, and you're and then you're saying D O U K. So is it Cook Dookie? I love this dead air. This is perfect. This it's is perfect. It. Well, I'm it's, so a, it's a great ending. Right it's fizzling out, man. I'm, I'm, we are reading the chat, guys. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how to pronounce it. Yeah. It's, it's Dookie. Right, right. I get, I get, yeah, Whitey. I know. I'm, I, yes, I am, yes, I am the epitome of the word Whitey. I get it. That's hilarious. Wonderful. That's We're right. all That's in agreement right. there. I am Whitey. Uh, Tomas, you can isolate that audio. Um, so, I like Saints Rabbit says we yo Dookie, awesome, except for David was the least Cook famous Dookie? of the four. That's right. Famous. Okay, Cook Dookie. Cook Dookie. Dookie. That's it. Cook Dookie. I'll I'll try to do better. All right, look, we gotta we gotta we gotta wrap this up before I die. Okay, we that's just bottom line of it. Um we played the video. Thomas, do we have anything else to do? I'm falling apart. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're good so, to go, Ralph. So, going in the blue t- Ralph's going in the blue tent when this thing ends. <laughs> I'm in the blue tent. So thanks to everybody for joining us. Thanks for supporting the show. Thanks to doing the MVP contest all year. We we can't say enough. We appreciate your support. If you're not a patron, become a freaking patron. Uh, you get access to our Discord. We're the best Saints podcast anyway. They're going to have breaking news, and our patrons are going to get it. Uh, you should support the show. Thanks to Kevin. Thanks to Andrew. No thanks to Dave, who went to Vegas instead of being on the live stream with us. Thanks to Thomas for running the show. Amazing back in Poland, doing the best job. He had the graphics. He had the wheel. He had the MVP contest winners locked down do an amazing job as always guys if you're going to support a saints podcast you ought to support the one that wins awards and until next week the bar is closed let's jump into pepper's world of play look for spring flowers hunt for muddy puddles and bravely explore exciting places with pepper play sets pepper pig Inspiring kid confidence.